Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. Like a moth to a flame burned by the fire. My love is blind, can't you see my desire? That's the way love goes.
Protecting the SWAC, the MEAC, SIAC, and the CIAA. The HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway. This is the HBCU Report for Saturday, April 18th, 2020. I am Rob Calloway. Thank you guys for tuning in. However you may be listening, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. When we're not here, we're there. There is sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Yeah, man. We here. Great show lined up for you and yours and, um, you know, we I I can't say we're waking up to the news because it actually came out yesterday, uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, but we have the news today. It's not bad news. Well, it depends that the uh, NCAA. They are dramatically reducing their academic requirements for incoming Division one freshman athletes for the 2021 school year. Now, here's what that means. That means that athletes will not be required to submit an SAT or ACT score and their classroom work during the academic school year will be disregarded. This academic school year will be disregarded as long as the student has at least a 2.3 GPA in 10 NCAA-approved core courses before the start of their senior year of high school. Seven of those 10 classes must be in English, math, and science. I don't know what to say about that. I guess if I'm a parent of a student athlete that didn't really prepare themselves, if I was a parent, and I know somebody go get mad at me, I don't care. If I was a parent of a student that wasn't prepared, that was more prepared to be the athlete than the student. If I was a parent that had failed my child and not made sure that they had taken all their uh, courses or test ACT or SAT, I would be elated. I would be elated. But then you have, you know, you have that athlete that has done everything that student athlete, excuse me, that puts the student part first. Now, this is just the teacher in me, high school teacher in me. I'm sorry that I'm just kicking the show off on my soapbox, but I don't really know how I feel about this. You know, because for the most part, this semester right here, for, for many high schools, this semester right here really means absolutely nothing. You know, I made a bold prediction to someone yesterday that when we get back to school in the fall, if we go back in the fall, whenever we go back to regular school, we're going to see the highest failure rate in one semester, probably in the history of the education system. You know, if you're a parent, I don't know what your kid is doing for as far as this digital learning, but I know a lot of kids are not digital learning. They're not learn. They're not doing anything because many of them already know that there are no repercussions to not doing the work. So just imagine, just imagine that senior that, that, that uh, came down with not coronavirus, but senioritis and has started messing up at school. And, and you know, you know, 
I don't know. Joe Taylor, the uh, the great Joe Taylor, legendary HBCU football coach. I was on this show, I don't know, a month ago, two months ago, and he talked about controlling the dash. And since that day that he joined the show and and talked to me about that and I understood what it meant, I've been preaching that to my students on a regular basis. The dash, D period, A period, S period, H period, the dash. If you don't know what controlling the dash is, go back and listen to that show. Better yet, I'll tell you really quick. There are two set of numbers that are predetermined, right? Your birth date, your death date. The only thing that we control is what's in the middle. And what's in the middle, ladies and gentlemen, a dash. The D stands for discipline. The A stands for attitude. The S stands for sacrifice. And the H stands for habits. And so right now, in high school, I tell my students all the time, this is where you formulate the habits that you will take with you from here into eternity. Many of them don't believe me. The same habits that I developed when I was in high school, many of them I still have. I began cursing like a sailor in high school. Guess what I do right now? Yeah. And so, I don't think we're doing these kids. I don't think we're, we're doing them any service. We're not doing them any justice. You know, I've been having this whole back and forth because I've had seniors that have just completely shut it down. I, I mean, I've got student athletes, you know, that w- when I first met them, they were highly recruited. And before we got out of school, Juco was their future. Now I haven't talked to them lately, but I'm sure Juco is not in their future now because of all of the new developments. You know, and so, you know, Coach Rich Freeman joined the show, uh, Morehouse head football coach. And this is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway hanging out with you guys Saturday morning. Thank you for tuning in. Just on my soapbox talking about uh, the NCAA and um, how they've actually relaxed the freshman eligibility standards for the upcoming school year in response to the coronavirus pandemic. Coach Freeman joined the show the other day and he was saying, yeah, everybody should get grace. Everybody should get grace. Okay, I get it. Maybe the kid that just couldn't score high enough on the test took it, you know, two or three times and just couldn't score high enough, but they had the GPA. Okay. But what about the student? What about the student They got the bare minimum. I'm going to say low C's. Low C's didn't take the ACT or SAT. Now you got to just let them in. Georgia, you go just let them in. Bama. Now it might work out. Okay. From that perspective, it might work out. You get the guys in, they can really play. That's cool. But are they going to be eligible when bowl season rolls around? This is just scary. This is scary. I mean, but I I guess it's just a sign of the times that we're living in. You know what I mean? God be with us all. And speak, oh, speaking of God being with us all, have mercy. Have, oh my God. Listen, now we've all seen those stories where people end up with a lot of money in their bank account mistakenly, right? So this lady in Florida, she went to the bank 
to get her twelve hundred dollars, uh, her stimulus check out of the bank. Right. But when she went to check her bank account, she had eight point five million dollars there. Yes, eight point five million dollars. Of course, she called the bank and, you know, told the bank what was going on. Of course, they took the money. But here's the kicker. The same thing happened to her earlier this week when she checked her account balance and there was over three million dollars there. See, this don't just happen by mistake. Yeah, yeah, it might happen once in a while, but twice in a week? Oh, no, this is unbelievable. No, this is prophetic. Woman, woman, what are you doing? No, this is a higher calling. This is, this is the God Almighty. This is Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha. This is... Girl, God is trying to tell you something. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you crazy. What are you doing? This is your window. God is pouring you out a blessing, girl. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Look, I keep saying, if I check my bank account... And and it's, you know, seven figures. I'm pulling it out. Um, I don't care. Yeah, y'all could try, y'all could do whatever y'all want to do. My bank account could be in a negative. It don't even matter. I got the I'm sorry. I'm just that kind of guy. <laughs> All right, before we go to break and uh catch up with Commissioner McWilliams, let's take a look back at nineteen ninety-three. It was September 8th of 1993 that Joycelyn Elders became not only the first black, but the first woman to become United States Surgeon General. In music, on November 23rd of 93, Snoop, the, well, hold on, let's back up. On November 23rd of 1993, the artist formerly known as Snoop Doggy Dog released his freshman album, Doggy Style, which sold oodles of noodles of millions of albums. It was December 21st of the same year that Jodeci released their sophomore effort, Diary of a Mad Band, in the box office. It was April 23rd. Oh, that's next week of 1993. Uh, Who's the Man? Starring MTV's Ed Lover and Dr. Dre hit theaters. This was a terrible movie. You know, at the time, MTV, they were making these movies for uh, several of their jocks. Yeah, it was crappy. If you hadn't seen it, I'll just tell you what it was really quick. They were two terrible barbers. I mean, crappy. They joined the NYPD. They cracked this case. And they had some funny moments. And that was it. That was it. Speaking of crappy movies, August 6th of 1993, The Meteor Man, starring Robert Townsend, hit theaters. And if you don't remember this one, you don't need to. This was God awful. He was a high school teacher living in the ghetto of uh, D.C., he becomes a, a superhero, and then he takes on the gangs of DC. Sound good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Not so much. Robert Townsend, I'm going to just be very honest. Robert Townsend, in my opinion, Robert Townsend has only ever hit two home runs in his career. Hollywood Shuffle and the Five Heartbeats. Am I missing one? Yeah. This dude, but he, he, he couldn't back clean up on my baseball team. Nah, man. Nah, man. And quickly, in sports, 1993, the NBA 1993 draft 
saw Chris Webber drafted with the number one overall pick by the Orlando Magic. Penny Hardaway was selected with the number three overall pick by the Golden State Warriors. They were then traded. Webber becomes a warrior and Penny became a Magic. And the rest is history. That's it. All right. So coming up on the other side, we will be joined by Commissioner Jackie McWilliams. The CIAA Zone joins us next right here on the HBCU Report. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report. Titans, go! When the Teen Titans go to the movies, they know the best way to travel is safely. Hollywood, here we come! To keep your child safe, be sure to use the right car seat for their age and size. Exactly. We're finally on the big screen. Have a seat, my dude. For more information on finding the right seat, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Gotcha. That's a wise move. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. What kind of effects do you think that we're going to see from a revenue standpoint within the, the HBCU realm? Yeah, it's already starting to happen. 70 to 85 percent of the revenue that comes from the NCAA basketball goes to what we refer to as the Power Five conferences, SEC, Big 12, ACC, and you know the rest of them. But that means only 15% goes to the other conferences, including the SWAC and the MEAC. It's my understanding that the SWAC institutions will probably lose about a half million dollars per institution in regards to their basketball money and other NCAA money associated. And if this goes all the way into the fall, you're talking about football money. So now you're talking about half a million to a million dollars that you could possibly lose in the football season. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report. With Rob Calloway. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. Ooh. How you doing, shoot. baby? No. Not you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You. Shoot. The bow-legged one. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your name? Shoot. Damn, baby. That sounds sexy. Uh, here I go, here I go, here I go. Again, girls, what's my weakness? Okay, then, chillin', chillin', mindin' my business. You thought I looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I said, my niece, my witness. The brother had it going on with something kinda, ooh, wicked, wicked. Had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for the digits. I hope no, that don't make me see what I won't slip slide to a switchy. Dumped it in my hip, so I dip back to my bag of chips. Then I flip forward, hit, made me wanna do tricks on them Like a lollipop should be lit. Came to my senses and I chill for a bit. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do so well. It's a spell hell. Make me want to shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, you're packed in your stack. Especially in the back. Brother, want to thank your mother for a butt like that. Can I get some fries with that shake, shake, ruby? If looks could kill, you would be an Uzi over shotgun. Bang! What's up with that thing? I want to know. How does it hang? Straight up, wait up, hold up. Mr. Lover, like Prince said, you're a sexy mother. Well, I like them real. Wild B-boy style by the miles. Blue black skin with a smile. Bright as the sun. I want to have some fun. Come and give me some of that yum, yum. Chocolate chip, honey dip. Can I get a scoop? Baby, take a ride in my coop. You make me want to shoot. shoot. Shoot, baby. Hey, hey, hey. Don't you know I want to shoot, baby. Shoot, shoot, baby. 
bring it back to the subject. Caps on the set. Make you get hot, make you work up. A sweat wing is hip to my loo, my darling. Not falling in love, but I'm falling for you. Mm, uh, mm, when I get you, bet your bottom dollars you were best under pressure. Yo, Sandy, I wanna like taste you. Get you, get your lips wet, cause it's time to have pet. On your mark, get set, go, let me go, let me shoot to the next man in the three-piece suit. I spend all my dough, pray me, cutie. Shoot, shoot, but do me, like Scooby Dooby Doo. I love you in your big jeans, you give me nice dreams, you make me wanna scream, ooh, ooh, ooh. I like what you do, when you do, what you do, you make me wanna shoot. The queens of hip-hop, yeah, I said it. Those are my girls right there, been my girls since the 80s, salt and pepper with shoot. Was that their last hit? That might have been their last hit right there. Jesus. HBCU Report, Rob Calloway hanging out with you Saturday morning. Thank you guys for tuning in, however you may be listening. Don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell one more friend that the HBCU Report is live three days a week, Tuesday and Thursdays at 7 and Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock, or you could always check the show out on demand 24-7 via Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, all right? Now, earlier in the week, I think it might have been Thursday, I was so excited um, because Doubletree by Hilton, if you've ever stayed there, you know they have these excellent chocolate chip cookies. Well, they've released the cookie recipe, I guess is in response to COVID-19 since nobody's really staying at the hotels, you know, any of the hotels right now. And so they've released the recipe. And so don't tell anybody, but I think I'm going to make me some double tree cookies tonight. Yeah, tonight. That's going to be my little quarantine treat for myself. <laughs> All right. So as promised, we are being joined on the line right now by a good friend of the show, CIAA Commissioner Jackie McWilliams. Uh, first of all, Jackie, it's been a while. So um, how you been doing? I'm doing good. You know, Rob, I'm just thankful for today. I'm just working one day at a time, I guess, like many of us are. So, so far, so good. So thank you for asking and glad to connect with you today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, before we start talking shop from a, uh, a personal standpoint, how have you been handling uh, the whole COVID-19 situation? Oh, my. You know, it's um, it's truly been a time of reflection. It's been a time of creativity. Um, it's been a time to be thoughtful um, and a time to sit back. I think, you know, being in the world of college athletics and not having our spring sports has been a little challenging for all of us in athletics, probably across the country in sports, but just CIAA-wise, I mean, I miss seeing our student-athletes. Um, I'm sad about them not being able to graduate like we would in a normal situation and watching us uh, crown some of our champions. So, you know, we're managing. We have um, still good engagement with our membership and administrators um, and then other colleagues across the country. So we're all hanging in there. And personally, I'm doing well. I'm healthy. So I'm just grateful just to be healthy today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Um, as you got, as you guys got ready to uh, head into uh, the tournament, which was the, the 75th anniversary of the CIAA tournament, um, had people started talking to you guys about possibly not doing it, you know, prior to the event actually happening? No, you know, we had not. And honestly, I think we, you know, I think we had all been tracking on it. I'm not sure, probably like most, not sure exactly 
how serious it was. You know, we had heard of a few cases while we were at convention um, in January where it started, I guess, on the West Coast and had a few cases um, on a campus from a colleague. And so, you know, I don't think we knew the, I guess, the extent of what COVID-19 really looked like. You know, I, I keep telling my team and many of our partners and even my board, you know, for us to be able to pull this tournament off and have, you know, no sicknesses or no illness. And we track everything that's happening nationally, but not making any decisions to not have a tournament was never on the, the docket for us. Oh, okay. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line with Jackie McWilliams. She is the commissioner of the CIAA. Um, so um, let's talk, you know, from a, a financial standpoint, I had a good friend of mine, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, uh, on the show mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. And well, actually last Saturday, and he was talking about uh, the financial impact um, that the SWAC and the MEAC were going to be feeling. But he was saying that that the uh, the division two schools, HBCU schools, were, were probably going to feel a, a tighter crunch um, because of the you know how COVID nineteen uh, impacted the NCAA and the, and the funds that are going to be dispersed. So um, you know from a division two standpoint, uh, what what type of money are we talking about? You know, possibly losing. Well, you know the the division two distribution model. Um, there'll be a thirty million dollar um, cut from the budget. Division two has been pretty healthy. I've been a part of that finance and budget committee in the past, and part of the um, the chair of the D two management council. And D two has always been healthy and thoughtful about the priorities of spending. And here we are, you know, without the basketball tournament, the the NCAA basketball tournament feeds the rest of us. Um, you know, it allows for all the other 90-something championships to happen. And without that tournament, obviously the distributions are different. But, you know, if you're in Division One, your distribution that you get from NCAA um, as a member institution and conference is quite different than Division Two. We don't have the same model as they do, nor Division Three. And so our, our distribution is based on Division Two grant funding and enhancement funds based on the type of sports that sponsor. Um, and so... You know, with, uh, uh, I guess, the elimination or the, the amount of money that will not be coming to Division II, we'll get our 4%, but that 4% is less than. And so there'll be priorities made on how those monies are going to be distributed to our conferences and institutions in FY21. And so it won't be the same. I think we operate off of Division II funding. Plus, you know, for us, we're fortunate to have the sponsorship that we have and the partnerships we have within our city structure of our tournament contract um, that gives us a lot more funding and opportunities to give to our membership of student athletes. And so, you know, being on a standstill, you know, not having those revenue sources coming in or fund balances um, will be difficult for Division Two and Division Three, I believe. Mm. So, you know, every day is something different that we're hearing uh, about uh, social distancing and, and whether or not, you know, sports are going to be able to resume this summer. Uh, you know, we have to, you know, from an HBCU standpoint, we know that, you know, football is really big. It's really, really big. Uh, could you imagine a fall? Could you imagine what the fall would look like with, with no fall sports? I mean, now that, you know, we've actually gone through this thing with, with no spring sports. I cannot, Rob. I mean, it's, um, it's almost, I think, 
you know, as we all go through our emotional moments about our own lives, personal lives, our jobs, um, you know, when you are a leader and you manage a conference, you know, you're trying to, to figure out what's the best step and next move and how to prepare. And it's really hard to prepare with COVID-19. As you said, everything, every day it changes. And so, you know, a few weeks ago, we were like, well, we may not get started till June again. First it was May, you know, April, then it went to May, now we're in June. And now it may be further, we're going into the fall. You know, schools are having to determine when fall semester will start, if it's delayed, if it will be online. I mean, will students really be able to come on campus? Um, I think there's been some decisions at a few universities where they won't even start till January. And sports, if you don't have um, if you don't have people on campus and you don't have sports. So the thought of not having football season or volleyball season or cross country for us, it doesn't feel good. I mean, but those decisions might have to be made. I guess the timing of when that decision needs to be made is the bigger question, and we're all navigating based on the decisions of our institutions when students can come back and return. The other thing is, like most of our conferences, specifically ours, I mean, we're operating out of three states with schools, South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, four states, Virginia, and then Maryland, and then Pennsylvania. So we've got, we've got various states involved that are making decisions about what they can do as a state through their governance structure um, that will mandate whether they'll be able to come back to play or not. And so CIAA might want to move forward, but institutions where their states are may not allow for that. And that's across the country. So there's a lot to navigate. I can't imagine that some of us will be moving full forward and some of us not uh, for the safety of our student-athletes and our schools um, for, you know, risk management and legal reasons also. Absolutely. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line with Jackie McWilliams. She is the commissioner of the CIAA. Jackie, hold the line real quick. We're up against the break. Uh, Coming up on the other side, we will continue our conversation with the CIAA commissioner. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at HBCU Report. And when we're not here, we're there. There is SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like next thursday you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between park and first street what no no that, that doesn't work i'm, I'm busy then decline De- decline floods don't exactly work around your schedule disasters don't plan ahead but you can it starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan so don't wait communicate visit gema.ga.gov brought to you by gem hsa ready georgia fema and the ad council if you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed. Currently on the line right now with the head football coach and athletic director of Miles College, Reginald Ruffin. What are your thoughts on the NFL's efforts to host the uh, HBCU combine, even though it's technically not going to take place now? I will say this. It was about time for them to actually do something for our student-athletes. I just believe in putting the same amount of effort over here you put the same amount of effort mm-hmm. over there. And I'm all, like I told you, I'm, all, I'm a firm believer that right is right and wrong is wrong every day. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. That's that's how I believe. And if you're going to do it, let's do it right because we deserve equal. Like I say, I'm grateful for them doing the HBCU combine, but I'm not satisfied by no means. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. Something for my guys, Sandy Lies and Lil' Girl named Corinne. 
sweeter the better, the sweeter the juice. I save the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sister's own welfare. Tupac is, if don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. And when you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. Please don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up. Forgive, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up. And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him. And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him. Cause sister, you don't need him. And I ain't trying to gash up, I just call him how I see You know what makes me unhappy? that. When brothers make babies and leave a young mother to be a half. And since we all came from a woman, got our name from a woman, and I came from a woman. I wonder why we take from our women, why we rape our women, do we hate our women? I think it's time to kill for our women, time to heal our women, be real to our women. And if we don't, we'll have a race of babies that will hate the ladies that make the babies. And since a man can't make one, he has no right to tell a woman when and where to create one. So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, ladies, but keep your head up. HBCU Report, Tupac. Keep your head up. Rob Calloway hanging out with you Saturday morning. Thank you guys for tuning in, however you may be listening. Uh, really quick, uh, big shouts out to HBCU Game Day. Um, I wouldn't have known about this petition if I hadn't gone to the website. And, you know, I've already crowned them the Bible of HBCU sports and culture. So there it is. If, if you know Stephen Gaither and the crew over there, yeah, let them know that they are officially, the HBCU report has crowned them officially the Bible of HBCU sports and culture. Everything is there. Everything is there. But I wouldn't have known about this uh, petition uh, to get Ken Riley, the Florida A&M great, the Cincinnati Bengal great, into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's no reason that, that Ken Riley isn't in the Hall of Fame. You're talking about 15 seasons from 69 to 83. 201 games played, 65 interceptions, which right now still ranks fifth all time. Okay. 
Uh, he was 1983 first team all pro and he needs he needs to be in the hall of fame that's for sure that's for sure now they have the uh, petition up at change.org okay and right now they have oh it just went up oh it just oh it's going up again i don't know if y'all are listening and it's going up or oh it's, oh oh it's going oh oh it's going up they need 2500 uh and it looks it looks like we might get to 2500 yeah it looks like we might get to 2500 before the show is over oh my god how exciting is that oh my god this is the hbcu report rob calloway being joined on the line by jackie mcwilliams uh, as we continue our conversation the commissioner of the ciaa now before we went to break jackie uh you were talking about you know, before we can come back and implement any sports or school or anything, we have to be able to ensure safety for our students and student athletes. Now, I know that you're a parent of a teenager, much like myself. Um, how serious are you taking this thing? What are you what are you telling your daughter and like what are you doing from a parental standpoint? Um, I'm taking it very seriously, but you know what I, I've learned and really this week, um, Rob, for me, you know, my spiritual connection and, and my ability to be still during this time and allow, you know, God to speak to me and give me direction. Even in the leadership, I, I had was with a, or had a conversation with a colleague this morning. We touch faith every week. Um, and this morning we were just talking about, you know, there's times for leaders to step aside and I leave my home as well. So as a leader at home, I have to make the best decision for myself and my daughter for the protection of our own family. You know, I don't. I will not at any point put her out in a situation because the world says we're ready when we don't know or we're unsure. And I don't think any of us will do that. I think, you know, we all have a responsibility to be great take caretakers of what we have. Um, and, you know, we're going to make mistakes. I get this. This is one that I think we all have to be very cautious and thoughtful about when we do take that next step outside um, and not operate in fear. Um, but in faith, but also be practical on what's happening in this reality. And it's going to be different. And, you know, even if we bring forth, it's probably going to be different. You know, events are being canceled still. And how are we doing virtually? It's going to be different. And so I think I'm hoping that the world and our communities will be thoughtful together on how we move in this transition, regardless, you know, what what we're hearing on, on television, right? The facts are the facts. And I think we have to be careful about the facts so that we can make informed decisions for ourselves personally, but also for the organizations that we work for and the leadership that helps provide the resources uh, for our organizations so that we can all be safe and in the best shape possible when we all start 100% back. Sports with no fans. Could that be a thing? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I mean, just think about it. I mean, how does that sound? I think we were trying to start that before COVID-19 shut the world down, right? I mean, you were watching, um, you know, decisions even with the NCAA, some of the conference championships, no fans and, um, you know, and it's just an, it's an awkward space and place uh, to think about how you manage and put events on. You know, we thrive off the energy of our fans. Our students thrive off the energy of our fans. I mean, it's interesting how we spend so much time trying to determine fan engagement as part of being in entertainment and athletics. Um, and now, you know, we have to think of engagement differently, you know, and I think we're all using our social media platforms and Zooms and, 
you know, all those things, but it's still different. You know, I think part of being in college athletics or in sports period brings a human connection together. You know, that's why some people like watching it on TV and some people like to actually be at the games and we pay thousands of dollars to be, mm-hmm. you know, a, a fan of a sport in a game. So, you know, that, that could possibly change. Uh, it may look different. I mean, I think the, the whole thought of what that could be, if I can't get my head around it today, I'm sure I'll have some ideas tomorrow, but definitely, you know, I'm trying to take one bite at a time on what the new reality potentially looks like. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, when you talk about the NBA, the playoffs should be getting underway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, man, it was going to be an awesome playoffs this year. Whew, it was going to be, especially in the mm-hmm. West, it was going to be awesome. I know. <laughs> it was going to yeah. be awesome. I know. But you know what's interesting, Rob, is that, you know, with the whole virtual, the race car, the racing and the, um, the, the EA sports and, you know, those yeah. are all cool, but it's still not the same to me. It's I not. mean, as a former student athlete, a coach and administrator. I mean, there's nothing like, you know, the on-site contact of watching the game or playing the game that you love with uh, with your team that you love and around the fans that love you. You know, it's a different a different feel um, than you know playing the video game. And it's it's lucrative and there's opportunities there, but it's just not the same for those who love sports and want to be around the environment. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, you know, the NBA, they actually uh, had a horse championship. Did you see that? Yes. So, I hadn't seen it. I heard about it, but I hadn't seen it. All right, so here, here's what I'm proposing, uh, Jackie. Here's what I'm proposing. <laughs> is that is that we get, we put a Zoom together. We get Commissioner Moore from the SIAC. We get <laughs> Commissioner McClellan from the SWAC. And we get Commissioner Thomas from the MEAC, and we get you in a in a virtual game of horse. Now I know who'd win that game. Who'd win that game? I'm gonna win. I mean, I don't even think we need to play. Just, <laughs> just go ahead and say I'm the winner. You the winner. You <laughs> are the winner. My game still. A player never loses a game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Great stuff. Hey, I appreciate you so much for for checking in with me and um all the best as we move forward. You stay safe and uh we look Thank forward you. we look forward to talking to you. Hopefully we get some get some fall sports uh underway and we know something sooner than later. Yeah, I agree. Rob, thank you for the time and just, you know, engaging us all. I mean, I think this is still an important time for us to connect and tell our story. So thank you for that opportunity and I will continue to be prayerful like everybody else is, that our schools are healthy, our HBCUs are healthy, our leadership is healthy, and we can bring these students back so they have an opportunity, one, to get their education, and two, to play the games that they love, and we'll be prepared to to welcome them back um, when that time comes. So thank you so much. All right, great stuff right there from Commissioner Jackie McWilliams. I really appreciate her for checking in with me this morning. Great, great stuff. All right, before we get up out of here, man, of course, we have been commemorating 1993. Uh, This is the conclusion of 1993. Today, we'll kick off uh, our celebration of 1994 Tuesday night. But I'm going to mess y'all up really quick. I I just got to know. In 1993, this is one of the biggest things that I remember from 1993 and it was in regards to music there were two songs and they were really really similar which one of these songs were you rolling with like for real for real all right so you have tag team with whoop there it is and then you had 95 south with whoop there it is here's tag team these three words mean you're getting busy whoop there it is hey man 
Here's 95 South. This is what I remember from 1993. Unfreaking believable. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. I think one song became really big. Whoop, there it is. Tag team became really big. But the, the term whooped, because nobody was saying, nobody was out there saying whoop, W-H-O-O-M-P. Everybody was saying whoop, W-H-O-O-T, or really, as we were doing it, W-O-O-T, whoop, there it is. Matter of fact, it was the word of the year for 1993, if I'm not mistaken, the word whoop. So there's that. There's your history lesson for the day, courtesy of Professor Calloway. I'm here three days a week. Tuesday and Thursdays at 7 and Saturday mornings at 9. Please join me. I'll be dropping jewels like that <laughs> all show long. <laughs> Alright man, I'd like to thank our guest this morning, Jackie McWilliams, Commissioner of the CIAA for gracing us with her presence. And of course I'd like to thank you, the listener, because without you there would be no HBCU report. Have you missed any episode of the HBCU report this week? Tuesday we had a special episode uh, in memory of Tavares Jackson, uh, Super Bowl champion with the Seattle Seahawks, Bama State Hornet, lost his life uh, Sunday in a single car accident. And so we did a, a special tribute for him. And big shouts out to you guys. Man, I had hella downloads when I woke up uh, Wednesday morning. So big shouts out to everybody. And thank you guys for spreading the word. I really appreciate it. This is a grassroots movement. So make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend uh, to check the show out on demand. Spreaker, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts is where you can find us. Okay, and remember, when we're not here, we're there. There is SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. You guys have a safe weekend. I'll check in with you again Tuesday night at 7 o'clock. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. And remember, tomorrow's not promised, so we've got to be the best version of ourselves every damn day. Go. It's like Neck patty whack, I still got the biggest sack. So put your gun away, run away, cause I'm back. Hit him up, get him up, split him up now. Tell me what's going on, it make me wanna holler, cause my dollar's coming ozone. Known for the break off, shake off, now take off your clothes. And quit trying to spit at my. Speaking of, I get to the point. You think you got the bomb, cause I wrote you with. Use the fleet. And I'm the big dog. I scratch you off my p- with my paws. All y'all busters better recognize and see where I'm coming from. It's still east side till I die. Why ask why? As the world keeps spinning to the D of double G. Why? It's a doggy dog world. It's a doggy dog Show me 
I run up in all ten. Seen the homie Snoop Dogg sipping juice and gin. Don't slip, I'm for the set trip to get paper. Style very packing flavor like lifesavers. Ain't that something? You keep talking and I'm dumping. I had a full whole block thumping. Don't sweat, but check the technique. I'm unique like China. You never find a bomber ramen in this dog behind you. So peekaboo, clear the way. I'm coming through. One, two, three. You can't see me. I'm a G like that. Strap with hit hard tactics. I'm in this and I'm using them like tennis rackets. It's on again. It's on and popping. All I see is green, so there ain't no stopping. I want to see some panties dropping. I'm coming from LA. She used to chill with Dre up and come. The party till we it don't stop, it don't quit. The dog pound click to drop the caviar. No diggity dash back up in you out of the cup once more. So grab a seat and grab your gin and do some check of the flow. I flip flop and serve those who ain't up on it till I die. I'm still screaming. I never love that trick. Now I'm the Mac Daddy Hattie. Not known about the city where I'm from. Dumb diddy dumb as you group to the gangster hits. The D O double G, the P O U N D, the gangster click. Now as the pound break it down with the gangster folk. I can see and I can tell that's all you want. So I blaze up the so we can get I promise we smoke till the day that we die. It's a dog, it's a dog, This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. The coronavirus continues to affect us all, and we're providing trusted information, battling fraud, and creating resources for caregivers. Stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus.